Hi, I'm Gretchen. And I'm Becca. And we're two curious ladies on an adventure to learn more about cooking, cannabis, and the fine art of gluttony. Join us every 10 days or so as we get high and make our way through a recipe. Step inside and let the consumption begin. (laughs) Hello, Becca. How are you today? Hello, Gretchen. I'm really fantastic because it's a pizza day. Oh, my God. Pizza. Pizza. Big day. Lots of cheese. A little bit of dough. But... This is going to be interesting. We have done one pizza before, a Detroit style. Today it's going to be slightly different. We'll use the same pan. So we'll, again, get into some of the similarities and differences. But before all of that, before we really get into cheesy deliciousness talk, what are you smoking over there? Today, I'm going to feature more than what I'm smoking. My new toy, my new Zenko vaporizer. On the podcast, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I am obsessed with this thing. Describe it. It looks like a pear sitting on a spaceship. Yep. (laughs) That's exactly (laughs) what I was going to say. Well, the base looks a little bit like a UFO. (laughs) Or uh, what is it? UAP. UAP, yes. With a, yes, pear-shaped glass on top. Pretty elegant looking almost wine glass-esque. They do have different attachments that you can put on top. This this glass is more than enough for me because if I fill this thing up with smoke, I get really fucked up. Mm, but most of the time nice. I feel, <laughs> yeah, I just need to fill it up about halfway on the glass. And it's super easy to use. And that is another reason I like it because there's no waiting. You can use it with vape pen screw-on cartridges. And it has a couple different heating elements you can use, but I am currently using the ceramic plate version. But to to get it started, you just have to tap the power button or the button. There's only one button on the whole damn thing. (laughs) You tap the button five times. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, no, I didn't do it. All right. One, two, three, four, five. There we go. And it blinks. And that means it's ready to roll fills by itself. Right now it's sending smoke up from the bottom into the glass and it's just reaching about halfway up the glass now so I'm going to stop it and and then uh bottoms up. Fun. It looks like a fancy smoky cocktail when you take the glass part off the top just to inhale out of that. It's so pretty. I know I love it so much and it is really stretching out my weed budget because I need the I need the tiniest amount in order to get me absolutely fucked. So this was a great great birthday present from my mother who supplied me with this because I've had my eye on it for a while but I just couldn't pull the trigger. She needed something to give me for my birthday and I said, "I would like this fancy thing, please." And she got Thank it you. for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yay, so fun to have new toys, especially toys that work really well and give you more longevity with your cannabis because, oh my God, it's expensive. Especially here. But yeah, I take those little jeters that I love to smoke that taste so good 
and then like take a little slice out of it. I need to get like an exacto knife to cut it with and just take a little slice. And then I put that slice in the vaporizer and I can make a one single jeter last me an entire week. And it's just one of the one gram ones. Wow. Even smoking multiple times a day because I'm just slicing off the tiniest amount. Yeah. Awesome. It's awesome. pretty exciting. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, I don't have something fancy today, but I do have a classic, which is a Frida baby joint from Sites High Elevations. Some of the best, maybe the best hemp CBD that I have ever used. I found an old bag of the sleeping pills, the sleep aid pills, and I loved them so much I forgot. And so I started using those again and was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Had to get some more of the little joints of the Frida. Definitely enjoying that today. And I can't wait to have that like calmness going with the pizza to just eat a bunch of cheese. <laughs> All the cheese. The calming, calming cheese. <laughs> And then you're drinking some red wine, and I have some white wine today. I have a can of carbonic Carignan that I have been waiting to consume for quite some time. I've just, well, I kind of forgot it was in there. I forget it's there. So when I see it, and I'm not in the mood for a red wine, or I'm a little scared off because I haven't tried it yet, it was just waiting for today because I really didn't want to open a whole bottle of red wine. So opening one can is a lot better because when I've set this down and forget about it, <laughs> I won't feel so bad. Yeah, exactly. Much easier to waste half a bottle than a whole bottle. <laughs> Ideally, none at all. But I think it was like a five ninety nine can of wine. Only waste three or four bucks at most, <laughs> you know, so that feels a lot better. Is mm-hmm. your white wine special or is it just? Nothing special today. It's just a Chablis from Trader Joe's. Pretty, pretty straightforward. I'm doing a straightforward kind of day. I'm keeping it basic with my pizza toppings and everything. It's just one of those keep it simple, keep it tasty kind of days. But because we are doing pizza and we have done one other pizza, should we talk a little bit about the Detroit style pizza we did before? and compare it to what we're doing today? Or should we start with what we're doing today and compare that to what we've already done? Oh man, that's a lot of options. Let's just go with a straightforward comparison. Well, let's go over what Detroit style pizza, or let's go over what this pizza is. And then then we'll drudge up the past. (laughs) Then we'll get into some mistakes, mistaken moments of the past. No, not really. Detroit style pizza came out great because I feel like that one was one of the few like absolutely resounding 100% no hitches episodes. (laughs) Totally. It was so good. And that was a recipe from our friend Kenji Lopez-Alt. And today our recipe comes from the, comes from the modern Nona And what's going to be interesting about this one is that it is done in the skillet. And then you either keep it in that same skillet and finish it in the oven, or you transfer it to a baking sheet to finish it in the oven. But when we were doing 
the Detroit style pizza. Remind me, Gretchen, we everything went in the oven. Yes. At the same time. Yes. There wasn't like a par bake. No, we assembled it in the pan, threw it in the oven. But here okay. we're going to warm the pan on the stove. So we're going to apply some really direct heat first to get that pan warmed up. And then we are going to let it char a little bit on the bottom and then toss it into the fr uh, fridge. <laughs> then we will toss it into the oven just so that the top part can, the cheese can melt. The top part cooks a little bit longer. Good to go. And in both cases, we made our own dough. I think when we did Detroit style, did we hand knead it? I believe we did. I think so. But this time, the basic overview steps are going to be mixing up your yeast and then adding that to your flour and salt and then kneading. And we have already done some of that, all of that and did it in the stand mixer. So another difference from Detroit style. This pizza today, is it gonna have like a high crust, a thick crust, or is this gonna be more like a thin, I don't know what style to call it, but more of like a- <laughs> Well, um, one, one of the interesting comparisons I'll make is that I, I saw that there are several different types of thin crust pizza. I just thought thin crust pizza was a thing. No, if according to the tasting table, there is several different types that are sort of thin, thin. We've got the Chicago thin crust tavern style, the Neapolitan style, and then I think there was one other one. But this is going to be that thinner crust, something not quite as thin as what I would call tavern style or St. Louis style, where the toppings go all the way to the edge. We are going to leave a little bit more of a crust on the outside. And, but the toppings will be pretty sparse. I mean, it's kind of the anti-pizza to the, to the Detroit style pizza, if we're being honest. Yeah, because that was a really thick crust too. We didn't, we told, we cheated a little bit because traditional Detroit style is a square, kind of deeper dish, right? Right, right. And we didn't do square. We did a round cast iron, which we're both doing again today. But yeah, kind of a thicker crust, pretty thick, decent thickness on the crust. And then loaded up on cheese, sauce, toppings, kind of bake for as long as needed. And this one is much thinner. It's going to be cooked differently with where the heat is going to be coming from at different times versus yeah. just one cooking source the whole time. Yeah. It's the anti Detroit. <laughs> what, so this is just kind of a thin pizza. If you were to pick one of the one style, what would you call it? So this is in my assessment of the recipe. Now, until we actually execute said recipe, I reserve, I, I reserve the right to make a final statement later. This is actually going to mimic a Neapolitan-style pizza. That's good to know. That's because when I think of a Neapolitan pizza, it has it's always cooked on a stone. That's directly above a super hot fire. You want, like, a dark underside and then a much lighter-looking top. 
I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> is Tony's in San Francisco? I think it closed, but was Tony's Neapolitan? I don't know. It was in Washington Square. I thought we went. <sighs> oh, maybe. I mean, we could have. Yeah. I mean, it's entirely well, possible. It doesn't yeah. look super familiar. Mm. But it does say ne- Neapolitana. Safe to assume. Close enough. And I want to talk about the difference between the Detroit style dough versus this dough. Okay, let's do that. Let's because dough that. <laughs> let's dough that. This is a little bit drier dough. I was going to say it's a cousin of something. Like a non or something? Thank you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was about to make a comparison. All right. So maybe a quarter of a glass of uh, smoke for recording, I think, would be a good idea. Yeah, next time we'll start with one quarter. Gretchen, make note. You need to write this down. One quarter glass of the vaporizer. Yes. The process for this one and the product we're looking for is quite similar to when we make non, where it's a little bit drier. I mean, the, the cooking method is extremely similar because really all we've done is flip the pan over <laughs> and we were cooking on the bottom side for the naan, but we're going to use the top side for this pizza. Versus the Detroit style pizza. Which has a much wetter dough and use a lot more oil. You're almost like doing kind of a light fry on the crust. Whereas this is more of a dry heat application. There's a term for it. I just can't remember it for the life of me right now. So mm-hmm. we'll go with dry heat. That's fine. Not, not as much oil involved here. We each did rub our cast irons just with a little bit of oil just to make sure. Got a little patina going in there before we, go, <laughs> we start heating it up. But yeah, that dough is much wetter, much softer. This is going to be a lot more chewy in a different way. So I thought the other one was pretty chewy, but in its own spongier way. This will be more like a flatbread and a non, any flat variety of bread thing that has topping on it. And cheese. Yum. And cheese. You probably heard that was our timer since we are trying to keep on top of tasks these days with timing ourselves. So maybe we should go into the ingredients for today. Yeah, probably. That'd be a pretty good idea. Maybe I'll go through the ingredients and also say what we've done with those things up to this point. Perfect. I Yes. Okay. Very good yeah. idea because obviously I'm too high to function right now. I know. So. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go grab a tropical chill. I'll be right back. Maybe smoke a little hemp. Yeah. There you go. I'll start talking. You go CBD it up. So we started with making our yeast mixture, which was one packet of dry yeast or two and a quarter teaspoons or seven grams. And then that is going to get combined with one and a quarter cups of warm water or 300 milliliters and one teaspoon of sugar or five grams. You're going to whisk that up and then let it sit for 10 to 15 minutes the instructions do say this part is really crucial. If you don't get that activation, that bubbling up, that kind of fermentation smell, then you will want to start over, they suggest. So mix up your yeast. Then for the dry part, 
we're going to have three cups of OO flour. I didn't have that. I'm using bread flour. Gretchen did find OO, so she is using that. That's three cups or 450 grams. And then you'll want to keep that out and use it for dusting later. With that flour, you're going to combine one teaspoon or six grams of salt. And then you will also need one tablespoon of olive oil, not to be added now, but for later. The toppings that are listed here are pizza sauce, provolone cheese, or any melty cheese you like, grated Parmesan, and fresh basil leaves. I'm doing mozzarella, fontina, and Parmesan. I think Gretchen had pro. Oh, she couldn't find provolone, so she'll have to let us know what cheeses she is using. But we did mix up that flour with the salt, and then once our yeast mixture had activated, we combined those two, put them in the stand mixer, and let that go for just about six minutes. Ours, both of our doughs were pretty ready then. It was a little bit sticky at first, but we, oh no, I think we went for seven minutes. It was a little bit sticky at six, and so we added another minute. And then we oiled it up and put it into a glass bowl with a cover on it to sit for 90 minutes. I think at this point, we're probably close to two hours on ours. We did also cut it into four, and then we will start with rolling that out when we get into the kitchen. But what have I missed? So like Gretchen said, we're going to make sure that this gets a nice char on it in the skillet first. I don't have a broil option in my oven, so we just turned mine up to 500. Gretchen does have a broil. Hopefully it won't make a huge difference, but it is going to be kind of interesting to see how those both go. And one difference again here with the Detroit style versus this one is that we are going to heat up our, oh my God, our skillets, our cast irons to a medium high heat before the dough goes onto them. And then, yeah, I said the oven's at broil or as high as your oven goes. Once you've gotten that char on the bottom, we're going to pop our pans into the oven. It says keep an eye on it about five minutes or so. Take it out and then add that fresh basil. What did I miss, Gretchen? I think you covered it. We're Sorry. Going to roll out our dough. No, you're good. I'm very high. Not too high. I'm feeling good. I just feel really good. good. It's like, this yeah. pizza is going to taste so good. I know I'm going to be so into this pizza once it gets out of the oven. <laughs> I am ready. But since I just had to smoke, I need to wash my hands. Hygiene is very important. Even though the only person eating this is me. No harm, no foul. Here. Very important. Yeah. <laughs> we are in the kitchen officially. Yes. And now we're going to roll out our dough. Our oven is going and our skillets oh, are at medium high heat. <laughs> oh, there they are. Thank you for bringing me back, Becca. <laughs> Beware fan noises. Yeah. I'm doing a rolling pin. Are you just kind of stretching? I think I might stretch with my hands. I'm going to see okay. what this gets me. I might also use a pin, a rolling pin a little bit to help me stretch it. But I was like just enjoying touching it with my hands. <laughs> I'm assuming it's supposed to be about the size of the pan. Mine's 11 inches. I think mine's 13. I'm going to actually turn my pan down because it's scaring me right now, and I may set off the, the smoke alarm. So stretching with my hands first. Now I'm going to stretch with the rolling pin. Okay. 
I also did not set a timer, so please keep me on track. Okay. Mine looks great. I think I'm okay, pretty same. much ready to go. I am too. Yeah, yeah. She said to have your toppings ready to go. As soon as you get on the pan, you'll want to start adding your sauce and cheeses. So I need to get my sauce ready. Let's do it. Like, I'm going. Do it. I can't hold it anymore. Yeah. Ah. All right. Adding sauce. Oh, sizzles. That's the sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Might be going a little too close to the edge here, but. All right. Now I'm going to go with my cheese. Cheese is going. Yeah, definitely threw a lot of sauce over the edges. Mm. A little crispy sauce on the bottom. I, yeah, maybe. And then she said to check with a spatula for when it's charred. I might have to turn this back up now. So I'm going to check. Well, I'm seeing some really nice bubble development over here, so I'm guessing mine's getting close. Nope, not charred yet. I probably turned mine down too much. Mine was starting to smoke too when you said that, so I turned mine down a little closer to medium. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh my God, I gotta get my basil ready. Oh my God, I didn't even like wash my basil yet. I would be willing to bet money that mine is getting close. I might even just go by based on smell and assume it is close and throw it in the oven. Yeah, mine's <laughs> not totally charred yet, but it's getting like a golden. I, I would say, yeah, probably. I know. Yeah, I'm going to throw mine in. Because also the other thing is that, now does she suggest removing it from the pan? No, she she says either or, depending on what you have. She says put it in parchment, put a parchment under it if you move it to the baking sheet and don't put it on like the highest rack so the parchment doesn't burn. Yeah. But if, if it's oven safe skillet, no changes. Well, and I almost wonder because you would lose a little bit of heat going to the sheet pan unless you had the sheet pan already in the oven. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. a little worried about the cast iron retaining heat and like getting the bottom too burnt. I see. Yeah. But anyway, time to crouch. Crouch time. <laughs> crouch time. Crouch time. Oh, wow. It's crouch time. Well, this is really, I'm already impressed with this recipe. Yeah. Mine looks really good. Uh, she said about five minutes. I have no concept of how long it's been in there. Maybe one, two minutes. <laughs> yeah, I would say, yeah, two. 158. We started. Okay. I have no idea. I'm sorry. I shouldn't. No, I shouldn't pretend to, to know. <laughs> Less than five. Less than five, yes. Might just spin mine around a little bit because I'm worried it's. Uh, my oven seems to have definite hot spots, so I think giving it a spin is not going to go awry, really. I don't know. I think I'm going to go and I'm gonna, I'll probably pull mine out in a minute. I hear sizzling. Oh, yeah. What's the sizzle? Mine, mine is definitely sizzling away over here. Oh, oh yeah. I'm, I'm good. It's coming. I'm going out. Coming out. Because I'm starting to see some really nice char on the top. Mm. I almost think I may not have been able to time that more perfectly all right but now because oh, nice. it's hot here i'm turning this oven off yeah has oh my lord hot she said to grate your cheese and we both did slices i wish i had grated it because the thick mozzarella is taking a minute to get all the way uh, through but i think i'm gonna pull mine too just because 
I'm pretty sure it's like going to be done. <laughs> yeah, right. I suppose I should look underneath to make sure. Oh, yes. Some char. Wow, on the bottom. that looks awesome. <laughs> this works great. Yay. That's really impressive. I mean, yeah, there's a little char. You have a little char? Yeah. I'm just going to let it sit here for a little bit more because it'll keep cooking. Yeah. Yeah. Especially cast iron. That, that shit holds heat. All right. I'm going to make some noise because I'm going to pull mine from the pan because it is okay. looking spectacular. So I'm just going to get it okay. out onto a rack. Okay. And like, I mean, it's holding, it's got amazing shape. Mm. Do you have your basil uh, to throw on? I'm going to do a little salt in the basil. Oh, salt. Good idea. I'm going to do a little experiment later because I just thought of this. But I was like, what if you took a little bit of, instead of like salt, sprinkled a little olive brine over the Ooh, pizza? Yum. <laughs> yum. Or like a caper juice or something. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yum. Probably should have put my basil on while it was sitting in the pan, but that's okay. I just pulled mine out. I think, I think the not having a broiler makes a difference, but it looks great. It's just not like, there's no like caramelization on the top or anything. It's just melted. And baked. Yeah. 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 Cause mine looks exactly as if you'd thrown it in one of those like pizza ovens. That's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. Definitely take a picture and I got to get my pizza cutter out. We got to taste this. I know. Right. Here comes the rabbit, the jangly rabbit pizza cutter. Oh, crunch. Yeah, it's a you... satisfying crunch. Oh, all the basil stuck to the... Oh, no. Cut and then cut basil, I guess, maybe? Yeah, or leave some pathways. Right, or yeah, just put eight basil leaves on there in a circle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's hot. It's real. It's really hot. Eat it. Test your patience time. I just keep progressively moving it from one surface to another. That's cooler (laughs) and cooler. Oh, oh boy. Love it. It's not not a hundred percent, but it's like ninety percent of the way there, like ninety five even. It's so close. Oh my god, I couldn't stop chewing. It's really good. Mm, I got to finish chewing. <laughs> Mine didn't get as charred as I would have wanted it on the bottom, and it still has a really perfect crunch. There's not a lot of doughiness on top. Mine's really covered in cheese. And it has that perfect pull to it. I love the basil. We didn't say this, but we both made kind of like a, a homemade pasta, like a pizza sauce kind of a thing. Mine, I had a little bit of sugar in there. I have like lots of garlic coming through, but the dough is really, really nice. And it was really easy in the pan like that to just pop it from one to the, from the stove top into the oven. And when we're using the stand mixer too, the whole thing is pretty quick and kind of mindless a little bit. We both can't stop chewing. (laughs) I know. Well, it's very chewy, but yeah, the dough is, holy fuck it's so good mm-hmm. you've mm-hmm. got four of them one yeah. pizza is like plenty for two people with a little salad with it mm-hmm. 
I'm yeah, deeply in love right now with this tactic. Like that, it cooked so fast. Like that was like what six minutes, probably, and probably another no more than like eight on the stovetop. So like for sure, less than twenty, you're gonna have it done. And up until then, it's super easy to mix the ingredients, put them in the stand mixer, rest for 90 minutes, and then you're done in 20. So modern Nona, well done. This is a really, this is a really nice, like start it right after work kind of a thing and be able to have it for dinner without too much effort. Exactly. Yeah. You could make the dough like on the weekend, and then you have like mm. three days of pizza. I mean, and, mm-hmm. or I think she might've given a tip about like freezing the dough, but I have a thought about possibly doing it, like putting it in the pan and just getting that par cook on it. Just like, just get it to set basically. And then putting it in the freezer or cooling down and putting it in the freezer at that stage where it's just starting to go. And then you could have a hot skillet have that out of the fridge for like out of the freezer, have it out of the freezer for about half an hour or so before cooking it just to let it defrost. And then you could toss in the pan, kind of go forward with it with the same, the same way you did here. And it takes, you know, 20 minutes tops. Yeah. What cheeses did you end up using? Ah, Just mozzarella. Just mozzarella. Yeah. I love this bread. I'm eating this crust. The crust is so good. Are you going to say you don't like crust usually? Uh-huh. Same, same. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, my sauce and cheese went like pretty much to the edge. I have a big <laughs> pile of like really cooked cheese in the pan, <laughs> but that's going to be tasty later. Would you say all in world level one still, if you have a stand mixer, maybe two? I think just a world level two, because it depends. Like, I think at this point, you're a lot more familiar, comfortable handling dough. So you're feeling more confident about that. If you're a brand yeah. new person to making your own dough, this is probably a world level three. Uh huh. But since we've made like doughs together that are like, you know what, it, you knew what you were looking for. So that's the only thing that I think makes it a little bit more complicated. I think it's a solid two just because dough can always just fuck you over and no, with no warning yeah. sometimes, unless yeah. you're like a professional baker. But Right. And even then, baking will trip you up. But I do want to try it again with an OO flour and see if the bread flour oh. makes it puffier. But I will definitely be doing this again, 100%. I want to play around with the option, the toppings. I definitely want to do black olives. I love your idea of like a caper brine or even cape, like toasted like capers on top. Yeah. Yeah, mm. little oh fried capers. Yeah, we, yeah, fried capers. Oh my god, <gasps> fried capers so in so long. That's I love fried delicious. capers. Mm. Oh my god, we got to get out of here because I'm gonna go. eat this whole pizza I right now. I can't. I need to eat it. But like and subscribe. Join our Patreon. Use our discount code at BusyCBD. That's H G Busy B I Z Z Y all caps and. Yeah, leave a comment, follow us wherever you can. We are excited to see people in Germany, Belgium. Hello, you're becoming one of our top, top listener spots. So we see you, but... Hello, Belgium. 
A little Beltum. <laughs> All right. Off we go. Off we go. Coconut. Coconut. <laughs> okay. Pizza time. Gotta go. The crisp clank of the coconut. Okay. Let's eat our cheese. <laughs> I love how you can get me ba- basically every time with something. I know. <laughs> get it in there. Okay. Let's eat. Bye. Bye.